Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 190, <clears throat> Deciphering Brake Pad Language, Translating Brake Pad Marketing Jargon for Better Brake Jobs. So, <laughs> uh, this one is more for the people that uh, if you uh, want to do your own brake work on your car, um, this is kind of some inside information as far as what the different things mean that are printed on brake pads, as far as different uh, friction coefficient readings and things like that. Um, it's it's basically like you said it's basically jargon the thing you're never going to find out because it's totally proprietary is if you're trying to compare one brake pad to another you're never going to know what's in it okay because that's that's total proprietary information uh, it's kind of like the additive package in an oil um, they just don't share that kind of information so this is kind of talking more about what they do share and what they can share and again this is written for technicians and shop owners but you know again it might be a person that uh, kind of finds it interesting to know this stuff so up to you uh, i hope you find it uh, interesting uh, a couple commercials were quick as usual if you want to get a hold of me via email it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com and also i'm all I'm, uh, available on linkedin under brad's motorworks so and again, this is an article from a trade magazine. Uh, it's written for technicians or shop owners. Uh, the magazine is called Break and Front End, and the author on this one is Andrew Markell, who, like I've said before, he's quite a prolific uh, technical writer in regards to cars and car repair and car technology. So hopefully you find it interesting. So here we go. Uh, it can be confusing when you look at an advertisement or the side of a brake pad box. Taken at face value, you would think that there would be no more brake noise, more precise stopping distances, and that brake pads last forever. As a technician, you know this is not true. In order to make the right selection, you must do your homework while still remaining skeptical. There are two questions you must always ask after a manufacturer makes a claim. Compared to what, and does that include every application in the line? The reason why some claims are broad and ambiguous is it leaves the customer to apply their own context. Better means one item is superior to another in some way, while best means it is superior to all others in some way. However, some brake pad manufacturers fail to list the way in which they are being compared. In the case of better, to what are they comparing a competitor's product? An earlier version of their own product or nothing at all? So without defining how they are using the terms better or best, the terms become meaningless. An ad that claims our brake pad is better could be just saying it's an improvement over using no pads at all. Yeah, that would be interesting. There are several common claims and features that many manufacturers use in their ads and on the side of the box. Below are the most common ones and what they mean. Meets or exceeds OE specs. The first question you should be asking yourself is, where are these OEM specifications? Is this a document that includes the dimensions as well as the materials used? The fact of the matter is, is that there are no documents like this shared with aftermarket brake pad manufacturers. OE brake pad wow. OE brake pad specifications are proprietary to the OEM 
and the supplier of the original pads. It is okay to say designed to OE specification or engineered to meet, but the pad manufacturer should be able to produce in-house or independent testing information where they compare their pads to the OE pads with either on-vehicle or dynamometer testing. Some aftermarket suppliers can make a claim that they can meet or exceed OE specifications because they were the OE supplier on a platform for the pads. Some aftermarket pads are better than the OE pads. The reason is twofold. First, as vehicles age, they accumulate more miles, and more miles mean that the brake pad manufacturer has a better idea what the brake pad application needs to deliver better performance over the OE application. Second, with the average age of vehicles approaching 12 years, it means that engineers have had more, more than a decade to improve the friction materials. Reduced stopping distances. Reduced stopping is one of the misunderstood and misused claims in the business. Stopping distance claims are almost never followed up with compared to what? Also, it is almost never stated how the tests were performed or if it was on more than one application. Dynamometer tested. If the box says dynamometer tested, tested, this is a good thing. A brake dynamometer can be more sophisticated and larger than an engine dynamometer. Brake dynamometers can simulate the conditions the brake system will experience in a much shorter time with more controlled results. This means that a brake dynamometer can simulate the mass, inertia, and performance capabilities of a vehicle. Quiet performance. Just about every pad on the market makes this claim. Since the word quiet means different things to different people, it is difficult to dispute this claim. This is another claim that should be followed up by the question compared to what? Low copper content. When asbestos for brakes was restricted, there were some issues while manufacturers looked for a substitute replacement. Some shops did have issues with the new asbestos-free formulations that caused noise and pulsation. This created astigmatism. When they, when they ban an ingredient, it is bad for shops. However, new regulations limiting the copper content of brake pads have caused very few incidents for shops because it was a slow rollout instead of an immediate ban. Copper laws were signed in 2010 and the final phase will be eliminated, excuse me, implemented in 2025. Copper has been used in brake pads for decades. It is a gentle abrasive that can reduce noise and wear to the rotor, but copper can have an environmental impact to aquatic life. Many brake pad manufacturers were able to meet the requirement for copper-free formulations as early as 2018. For more information, visit www.copperfreebrakes.org. Low dusting. Some manufacturers claim their pads are low dusting, meaning dust does not show on the wheel or the dust is not attracted to the wheel. These are all vi viable claims if the pads are formulated with these attributes in mind. But no brake pad manufacturer can claim they do not produce brake dust. This is impossible. All pads produce brake dust. Factory post cured, scorched, burnished. This is a claim you should be looking for when you are selecting pads. Scorching or curing can save you time and comebacks. A brake pad is held together by resins. These resins need heat and pressure to cure. When resins cure, the friction material becomes stronger, but the curing process produces gases and smells. These gases cause brake fade and often the new brake pad smell. Some manufacturers will try to minimize this from occurring by heating or scorching the pads in ovens to cure the resins. This process can reduce the chances of brake fade. 
For the technician, the process can reduce bedding and burnishing time during the test drive. For the driver, it can eliminate the new brake pad smell that they might experience during the first few hard stops. Bottom line. If a brake pad is cured by scorching or heat treating, it can reduce comebacks and eliminate the need for long break-in procedures. But it is not an, ex not an excuse not to go for a quick test drive after the brakes have been replaced. Mechanical retention, mechanical bonding. On some demanding applications where noise and safety are critical to the performance of the entire brake pad, some manufacturers are turning to new attachment methods. Some manufacturers are creating stronger bonds with the backing plate through special surface treatments that create more surface area for bonding. Mechanical attachment is a process where retention devices are machined, stamped, or welded into the backing plate. The friction material forms around the structures to create a mechanical and chemical bond. The bonds can improve the performance of the brake pad and create a bond that corrosion can't damage. Long life. Making the claim of long life can be difficult to prove. So many variables determine the life and wear of the brake pad. Every vehicle and a driver is different. Some manufacturers who make brake life claims will cite AK Master or SAE J2522 testing. This test compares friction materials for wear and involves weighing the pad before and after testing. So that's the end of that one. Kind of a quickie, a lot of information. Um, you know, like I say, if you're a type of person that you want to do your own brake work, um, you certainly, unless you're trying to make modifications to the brake system, I mean, ultimately you want the brake pads to, to at least meet original equipment specification. Okay. And so what you're looking for is a, a part that is what's cons considered what's called OES, which is original equipment supplier. Or obviously, if you go to the dealer itself to get what you're looking for, then that's from the original equipment manufacturer. So, um, you know, go from there with it. So anyway, hopefully you found that one informative and enlightening. Uh, as usual, again, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. And again, I'm also on LinkedIn under Brad's Motorworks. So check that out. Uh, let me know if you got any ideas for future podcasts, subjects, something you want me to talk about or whatever the case may be. Be more than happy to look into that. And um, I appreciate your time. Appreciate your listening. Hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you. And thank you again.